Hi, this is Jindo. Welcome to Tree Leaf. What you see behind me are boxes. Boxes filled with documents, mostly legal documents, about my wife and my five-year battle to adopt a little girl from China. Originally the procedure was to take a year, maybe two, but it got tangled in all kinds of red tape. I've talked about this before. My wife and I felt at one point as if we had lost a child. Our hearts were broken. It was a little girl, no particular little girl. We have a name. But there's no child yet attached to that name, no face to put with the name. But in our mind, there is a little girl named Sada. And we've been waiting. As the years dragged on, my wife and I got older. Our son, waiting for his little sister, got older. My wife and I now are past 50. We thought it would never happen. But we put up the good fight. At one point, we had to get lawyers involved. Yes, there was a point I threatened the adoption agency with litigation. I had no choice. I needed them to move. We had immigration lawyers. We had adoption lawyers. We had lawyers who Boy, there were lawyers coming out of our ears at one point. But we had very good news just this week. We've cut through what looks like the major part of the red tape. And maybe even two or three months from now, well, I might become a daddy again. And my wife, mother to a one-year-old. Yes, we're going to be 50-year-old parents with a one-year-old child. Nothing definite yet. This whole process has been two steps forward, one step back. And every time we get our heart set on it, even though Buddhists were supposed to be unattached, but we get our heart set on it, and then the next hurdle comes, and we're knocked for a loop. So all I can say is, at this moment, it's looking good. But we've said that before in this process. There is a good chance, though, that by the winter time, They'll be flying off to China, and there'll be one more mouth to feed in this house. Because we pushed, we struggled. We tried not to be mean, we tried not to be angry, but we were firm. And at times we had to be very firm. And that leads us to this section of the Xin Ming, which tells us not to fight and not to have preferences. It's hard to be that way in life sometimes. What does it say? If you wish to see the truth, then hold no opinions for or against anything. I guess that means be a sucker for it all, huh? Don't have any opinions. Don't protest anything. There's nothing to fight for. If you think that's what it means, think again, or better, in a Zen way, non-think again. You know, sometimes I feel like I've given these same talks for year in, year out. And you know what? It's true. Because when there's wise wisdom, you don't change it every week. You keep practicing it until you really get it. So what I'm going to say, I've said here a hundred times before. Because as far as I'm concerned, 
this is the crux of our practice. How to have opinions while dropping all opinions. How to have likes and dislikes while dropping likes and dislikes. How to put up the good fight, yet letting all resistance drop away. The Shin Shin Ming says, if you wish to see the truth, then hold no opinions for or against anything. To set up what you like against what you dislike is a disease of the mind. When the deep meaning of things is not understood, that means the deep meaning of all things being empty, without conflict, no me against you, no adoption agency for us to oppose, no war to, for us to be against, no enemy in the war to fight. When we see all of reality as this great dance without conflict, the mind's essential peace is undisturbed. But if we fail to understand this, the essential peace is disturbed. And that's exactly right. In Shikantaza we sit, dropping resistance, dropping likes, dropping dislikes. But let me give you a secret, buddy. If you were like that all the time, you wouldn't even bother to get out of bed. Some people think what we need to do in our Buddhist practice is just become this way, without likes, without dislikes. Yes! But at the same time, it is possible to live with likes and dislikes and to fight the good fight. If you oppose the war, protest the war. But at the same time, know that taste without war, without disturbance, without anything to oppose anyone, to be opposed, anyone including you to do the opposing. That total peace. At the same time, you get up and carry a sign and protest the war. If there's an injustice in the world, get up and get it. If there's a baby to adopt, fight for it. If you have cancer, take your chemotherapy. But at the same time, know that taste without preferences. Nothing to fight for. Nothing more to attain. Oh, as one. Yes, it is possible. Most people in this world know to fight. Fight, 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 fight. That's all they know. Me against you. And I hate that and I like this. That is a disturbed mind. Then there's the taste of emptiness where all that drops away. But we couldn't live that way. I mean, maybe a Buddha could, but people have had a tough time explaining why if the Buddha was like that, he even bothered to get up from the tree where he was enlightened if he had no preferences. He had preferences, but they were managed in moderation, avoiding anger, but fighting. You can fight. You can oppose the war. You can oppose the injustice. You can fight for the good things in life. You can do your work and have preferences. Avoid the anger. I pushed that adoption agency real hard. Real hard. Didn't get angry. Was tempted sometimes. But that's why they call this practice. I'm not going to say that it was always easy. But our practice is 
you can be like Gandhi, Martin Luther King. Resist, but don't get angry. Push, knowing there's nothing to attain. Fight the good fight, knowing that the war is won all along. There was never a war to start with. Yes, you hear me say this all the time around here. Because when you master that, you're really on to something. Shall we sit with that? Boy, it's going to be good to toss all those legal documents in the trash sometime soon. <laughs>